real proud of that new Twitter bot. Yeah, it seems like it's working like a like a like a dream. It's it's tweeting yeah. like a house on fire, John. <laughs> Similarly, the only problem was that uh, you you can't set the time of day it tweets. Uh-huh. You can just tell it to tweet every X hours, and twenty four is not an option. <laughs> Wait, what? So I set it to tweet every 12 hours. So it'll tweet every episode twice. It seems fine. It seems so, weird, though, that you know, 24 hours is not an option. <laughs> it seems like that would be a very common option. I'm sure I could figure that out if I bothered to actually delve into the code of that bot that I stole from somebody. You can- Zach Whalen, I think, is the guy's name. I'm not familiar with him. Opening my first Lemon LaCroix. Well, if if you Google, if you Google uh, twi- uh, Twitter bot, uh-huh. his will be one of the first oh, hits. Sounds good. All yeah. right, should we do Tuesday? <clears throat> do it. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Cats and dogs agree. It's an incomprehensible human thing. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, today is Tuesday, the 11th of September, 1979. Sure is, Chris. A fantastic date to have anything happen. Uh, and we are... what and on, on this auspicious day, John, we're looking at the 450th ever Garfield. We're getting very close to big old yeah. number 500. Can you believe it's been that long since this strip came out? Since, it, since a yeoman cartoonist named Jim Davis first put pen to paper and drew a... Large, garrulous tabby cat, and his nebbishy owner John Arbuckle. I I wouldn't describe Garfield as garrulous. Yeah, that wasn't quite what that wasn't quite yeah. what I. Yeah, yeah, that's not quite right. Yeah. Uh, I was I was thinking trying to come up with a word that meant irritable, but for some reason I didn't want to say irritable. Look, hmm. John, what happens in today's Garfield? Uh, Chris, in today's Garfield for September 11th, 1979, mm-hmm. the 450th ever, yep. Garfield attempts to pillage a turkey. Mm. Sounds interesting. Well, look, let's yeah, talk. Not yeah, really. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, panel one, <clears throat> action-packed yeah, panel, panel one. one. Mm-hmm. Um, Garfield, John, and a turkey all appear. The turkey is sitting on the countertop, sort of uh, in the middle, but just slightly to the left. John Arbuckle is <laughs> is standing at the right of the panel behind the counter, looking towards the left. What's he looking at? Well, it's Garfield, who is springing up from presumably the floor or maybe a, a uh, bar stool of a chair or some kind, um, springing up over the turkey. Looks like he's about to pounce on it. Um, he is, you know, he's overjoyed, very excited, ears back, eyes wide open, open mouth, and he is thinking, sack, pillage, maim, destroy. A lot going on there. Yeah, that's what's going on. Um, yeah, you described it very well, Chris. Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, this is yet another uh, like perfectly uh, like manicured Thanksgiving turkey mm. that John has prepared mm-hmm. apparently for himself. Yep. As, and no one else. As always, slightly too big for the plate it's on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's, the, the turkeys, baked turkeys are one of the, roast turkey, I guess. It's one of the only things John Arbuckle prepares. You'd think he would have a plate uh, that, of suitable size. And, of course, it hardly bears mentioning that there is no cutlery whatsoever <laughs> anywhere in, uh, it, to be so seen. True. And there, so true. As is there also no uh, food of uh, other food of any kind? No, no side dishes, no stuffing. Yeah. No, no cranberry. No. 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 <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no, no candied yams. No, no, certainly no. C- certainly no. No, no mashed potatoes. John. Is there a pumpkin pie in evidence? Uh, no, there isn't. No, no, there is not. Um, John Arbuckle looks upset by this. By this, I guess one thing I kind of do like uh-huh. is is the way that John's body is drawn. Like he's ever so slightly hunched over. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, <laughs> okay, thank you. I mean, look, look. I don't hate this panel. It's a nice uh, disbelief posture. Yeah, I think I think you know. all the elements are there, and I think uh, I think that you know there's an interesting tension between the three elements of the panel: the uh, the Garfield, the John Arbuckle, and the mm-hmm. turkey. Mm-hmm. You know, Garfield focused on the turkey, John focused on Garfield. Um, the contrast between John's uh, what, what would you call that? He's kind of stupefied, maybe his expression. Um, like his mouth looks nonplussed, but his eyes look alarmed. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd say that's accurate. Uh, uh, I like. I think that sets off Garfield's uh, joie de vivre quite nicely. Have we? I, I'm sure we've mentioned mm-hmm. this before, but I just, I just want to touch on like how ridiculously proportioned John Arbuckle's head is. Mm-hmm. You know, for a human. Do you mean how big his head is? Well, or how I mean, okay, I how big mean. it yeah. is, but also like where its various features are located. It's it's something we've discussed before, but I think it bears repeating, and we haven't talked about it recently. Go on. I, I mean, human eyes, uh-huh. Chris. I don't I don't know if you've ever taken an art class or or looked at a picture of a person. Neither, no, neither of those things. But human eyes. Nor John. Nor have I met a n- person in real life. <laughs> Human eyes are, are, are actually not located at the very tippy top <laughs> of a human's head. It is true that John Arbuckle has no forehead. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it just 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 speaks to the cartoonish nature of, of, of this character. Cartoonish you know? is an apt description <laughs> of panel one of today's strip, and indeed every panel of every strip. Go on. Yeah, that's all. Oh, okay. We're not we're not going to talk yeah. about John Arbuckle's <laughs> tiny nose, tiny mouth, but grossly extended. What's the word for the thing between your nose and mouth? Filtrum. Filtrum. His grossly yeah, extended tiny filtrum. Tiny. He's got tiny ears. He's got little cauliflower ears. Mm-hmm. Um, not going to talk <laughs> about his sort of weird chinless Just jowls. Sad. <laughs> Sad ears. Just, <laughs> uh, 
He's got mournful ears. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his his ears look as if they've recently lost a dear friend and companion. Oh God, his ears his ears look as if they just dropped their orange sippy cup on the ground and it broke. <laughs> um, and his hair, Chris, uh-huh. he's his hair is got this like uh, sort of perfect mold to yep. it, where like. Where where it's just like all uh, this one solid congealed entity, mm-hmm. and uh, and yet it, it, with exactly three hairs poking out in various places, <laughs> one by itself, and then two in sort of a pair on the right side over there. Mm. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, quite a. Just, it's, just pointing that out. It's you, you're absolutely right. Um, I, I, I mean, Boy, and I, I don't, we never mentioned that before, but that I—I I, don't—I'm not—I'm not sure of how consistent that is, but it definitely seems to be the uh, defining attribute of John's hair in all three panels mm, of today's strip. You know? I like how it's got the go on, go on, go well the one hair in front yeah. and then the two two hairs in back. Yeah, <laughs> I also like—I—I'm uh, I, certain we haven't discussed this in the past. Um, I like how John's hair is brown. Except for the mm. back of his hair, which is black. Oh, it's yeah. It's like it's perpetually shadowed. Or just like, maybe he his hair was black and he's dyed it brown, but he did a really bad job and he didn't get into the back or something. Or maybe he just dyed the back. Maybe. Black. He decided he wanted to dye his hair black, started with the back, and then lost interest. He, he wanted to try it out Ran first. out just of wanted hair to, dye. Wanted to see how it felt. Yeah. There, I mean, there are any number of possibilities yeah. for why John Arbuckle's hair is the color it is. Um, <laughs> okay. As long as we're discussing the minutia of John Arbuckle's body. Have, we are. Take a gander at... That's what we're take doing. Take a gander at John's arm. Now, first, the, okay. the <laughs> placement of his shoulder vis-a-vis his arm is very confusing there's kind of a bump there see under the collar (laughs) is that his shoulder or is he hunchbacked i love that you describe that as confusing it's it's confusing to me (laughs) like that's is that supposed to be his shoulder um that the the little bump between yeah. the collar and, and where the, the arm yeah. is yeah is that his shoulder yeah. or is he hunched cuz cuz his arm doesn't hmm. quite go up to meet his shoulder if that's his shoulder you know it's not entirely clear like it's it's not explained anywhere uh-huh. and then yeah. when you look at the his arm itself up where his arm meets his body there's those two little loopy things what uh-huh. are those what is that it's like he has a polyp on either side of his arm. Um. Yeah, boy, that's that's super weird, right? Uh, and um, it's very <clears throat> consistent. It appears every time it appears that he in draws John Arbuckle. Yeah, and, and into the and future. I'm just scanning back uh, over the last several days. Uh-huh. It seems to be pretty standard. Yeah. And it doesn't. It doesn't seem like it. It is ever quite as pronounced as it is today. Might, yeah, it might be a little more noticeable today. But I yeah. think it's. I think it's a constant in uh, in John Arbuckle's <laughs> appearance. Well, it's a it's a cold and capricious universe, John. I'm that, that uh-huh. these characters inhabit. But that you know that's that's a constant. That well, we can rely yeah. On. As we, I mean, 
as 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 all of us. I'm looking at the. Uh, I've just zipped back to the first ever Garfield. Um, of course, uh, the. 19th of June, 1978. Monday, June 1978. And many of these same features of John Arbuckle are in evidence, uh, uh, at at least in some sort of proto form. I do see those little arm, upper arm polyps in at least panel one in nascent form and maybe in panel two. Uh, Of course, his weird... Nose mouth conglomeration is already present. Uh, his should we be worried about filtrum. John Arbuckle? I mean, uh, in as much as we should be worried about a fictional character. I mean, are these tumors on the uh, on the uh, upper part of his body? It's possible. I mean, the thing is, if they are, assuming uh-huh. they are. We know, parting the curtain for a moment. We know that <laughs> we know that John Arbuckle lives at least until Friday, the seventeenth of November, twenty seventeen, and true ages nary a day. <clears throat> well, I mean, that's assuming that the, the continuity in Garfield takes place over the same, you know, real world. I'm con- I'm I'm comfortable making that assumption. Um. That's what I love about you. It's just that's just an assumption that I'm willing to make. So I mean, yeah. it, clearly he's fine. Are we still on panel one? Y- yes, we are. <laughs> okay, let's let's panel let's move two. On to Garfield panel two. lands on the table. Bonk on a monopia. Okay, not head first. Not so fast. John looking down mm-hmm. in mild alarm. I would say. Okay, now at first blush, it seems like the turkey has disappeared. However. <laughs> Doesn't seem that that way to yeah, me. John Arbuckle I, has moved yeah. from the right side of the panel in panel one to the left side of the panel in panel two. Yeah. So clearly the yep. camera has panned to the right. The turkey is to John Arbuckle's left off the edge of the panel. However, it's hard for me to make sense of Garfield's um, his trajectory here. Yeah, it's not a true parabola. Yeah, it really seems it? like it's... You hit the nail on the head. It's not a true parabola. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, is is perhaps uh, the relativistic effects going on here? We couldn't say. Um, it really... Length contraction, yeah, Chris. It really looks at... Length contraction. It, it, you know, it happens along the vector of motion, uh-huh. as you know. Yeah. And also probably several other vectors. Who's to say which vectors are which? It's been a while since I studied relativity. Uh-huh. Um, um, we have to know a lot of things to podcast about Garfield, John. Um, <laughs> it really In panel one, it really looks like Garfield's going to land on that turkey or failing that just past it. Just past it, right in front of Garfield, right? of John Arbuckle. Yeah, because he's, he's nearly reached his apex. Yeah, yeah he's, he's clearly about to hit the apogee of that particular jump. <laughs> right. Oh, he's long surpassed the acne. Yeah, right. Right. He's certainly not at the nadir. Um, <laughs> uh, the zenith, Chris. Yeah. The zenith. Like he's, there's um, no way that he clears all the way over John Arbuckle's head no as, as way. appears in panel, in panel two. So more fake news today. Yeah, yeah. Try and put, yeah. pull another one, Jim Davis. We're on to you. <laughs> not gonna, you're not gonna get that past us. Panel three, camera in the same position as in panel two. True. 
now Garfield is disheveled mm-hmm. and distraught mm-hmm. and depressed. All of those things. In that order. And injured. And he's got, yeah, and injured. Yeah, his ears are all fucked up. Yeah. I'll, I'll like, like, I don't know, like bent and he's wrinkled. He's got like hair shit. falling off of him. Yeah, or, yeah. Is that, yeah, I guess that's what yeah, that he's is. he's all bent up. He's all bent his, out yeah, of shape. His, his tail is all, is fucked up. Yeah. And John is looking on in disbelief as Garfield walks away mm-hmm. off stage left. Right. Thought bubble, whimper, comma, limp, comma, cry, comma, hurt, comma, moan, uh, and then some squiggly. Yeah, illegible. You know, the, the text is getting smaller, yeah, smaller and smaller. And smaller. With each, yeah. Um, smaller and smaller and smaller. This yeah. is this is a game uh, Jim Davis has played before, once or twice, I think, where the text just sort of, rather than writing everything a character says... The text just becomes illegible, sort of to indicate, like, <laughs> yeah, you know what he's saying. I don't have to write it all. It's uh, it's text painting. Just kind of Chris. trails off. Yeah, yeah, personification. Um, yeah, you know, he he really trails off a lot of the time. He's just what he does. Mm-hmm. He trails off. Yeah, not not a yeah. great deal going for this one, in my opinion. Um, I feel like Garfield. Look, if I know Garfield, he's not just going to walk off like that. He's going to turn around and eat that turkey. Like, he's still hungry. (laughs) Just because he's been injured doesn't mean he's not hungry. The turkey's right there on the countertop. There's nothing stopping him from eating it other than John Arbuckle. And we know from experience, John Arbuckle does not prevent Garfield from eating turkeys. Chris, did we gloss over the fact that None of the four verbs that Garfield uses in reference to that turkey have anything to do with consumption. We did. We did gloss over that fact. <laughs> yeah, they're like Viking he, words. He wants to sack the turkey? <laughs> is, is he a Visigoth? I think he's, yeah, he's some sort of Germanic barbarian, yes. Uh, whether he's in, you can find, you can now find this episode on our website, keyword Visigoth. Whether he's, John, John, is he a Visigoth or an Ostrogoth? It's unclear which variety of goth he is. Clearly an Ostrogoth. Um, longtime listeners to being Jim Davis will of course recall that Ostrogoth simply means Eastern Goth. Whereas Visigoth (laughs) simply means Western Goth. We've discussed that on the podcast before. Um, we, we have, we we totally have, it's it's, look, look, it's a point that's going to come up from time to time when you're talking about Garfield. Yeah. The point is Garfield is like some kind of vandal. I mean, that's also a possibility. That's a possibility. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't care for this one. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Garfield really, he had a a tragic, tragic, uh, tragic sequence of events here. I mean, is it though? I mean, I I mean, that would imply uh like a certain grandeur to his activities. You know, like, like, were we expecting something else? I was expecting him to eat the turkey. Like he jumped. Uh Like that's what he did. It's not like. I, uh-huh. 
I don't know. To, to me, tragic implies like like a, <laughs> like a certain um, you know, uh-huh. a certain dramatic quality. You know, like that that I feel like is kind of lacking here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I'm just. This isn't. It's not an epic. I I guess. Okay, here's my feeling on the matter, John. Did Aler did Alaric's Visigoths sack Rome? Certainly they did. And did Alaric <laughs> die soon after of we think probably a fever, some kind of illness? Yes, he did. And that was tragic for Alaric and his Visigoths. Sure, sure it was. Garfield in this case though never got to eat the turkey before he smacked into the table. It's like he got all the punishment of Alaric. But none of the reward. And that, to me, is tragic. Chris, are there other Goths? I feel like there are, but I can't find you any mean, besides of them. the Visigoths and the Ostrogoths? Those yeah. are the two varieties of Goth. Huh. That's weird. I, you know, I, I remember there being, like, five or six. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no? Like, I'm okay. just going to Google list of Goths. Um, no, I tried that already. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. John. It, it did not uh, produce the results uh, I was no, expecting. Be, according to according to <clears throat> www.odk.com, there are 175 types of goth. Oh, DK. Yeah, Chris. Dot com. Yeah. P- um, Punk goth, the original flavor. Mopey right, goth, right, fuck right. off and die. Reading Baudelaire in a coffee house. Perky goth would. Re- okay, well, you know, blah 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 blah. Yeah. There's a lot of lot of uh, goths in this list. Yeah, I think a lot of these are fake, frankly. I, I well, uh, yeah, that's that's what it is. Uh oh oh it's yeah okay I keep I was wondering why the podcast wasn't ending. Um, so so were yeah. they, the, John? The reason the podcast wasn't ending is because every Tuesday we reach into the old mailbag. Damn it. And see what uh, Being Jim Davis listeners have emailed us over the course of the week. So, John, uh, this week we received a second email from (laughs) our our friend Daniel Wolberwood. Indeed. An admirable attempt by old Daniel Wolberwood to be the first one to send a message to John at beingjimdavis.com. Uh, he did. He did. Oh, he, I got an email. Well, no, almost. It was an admirable attempt, oh. John. Unfortunately, he included an umlaut over the O, and as a result, no, it did not that's go in there. to you. That's in there. It's, it's, it's amazing that people are so bad at sending emails to John at beingjimdavis.com. It's spelt exactly as John Arbuckle. Chris, did you spell it without the umlaut? <clears throat> Daniel writes. Don't don't put okay. on airs. Everyone knows you don't have an umlaut on your name. Um, I mean, okay. Daniel writes, "Sir, <clears throat> I would like to thank you respectfully, Daniel." I think that was because we uh, I I shouted less last week. Not not. Why did he send it to all. me then? Yeah, you know. Uh, and then he follows up with a helpful P.S. P.S. I would also like to assure you that I do not work with Chris Taylor, just in case you still operate under the assumption that all of your listeners are his co-workers. I'm not so easily convinced, John, that Daniel Wolberwood does not work with Chris K- Chris Taylor. Now, I believe... I'm mollified by that 
assurance. I believe that he believes he does not Mollified work with Chris and but it's not clear to me that Daniel Wilberwood's place of employment is not a front for Chris Taylor activities. I'm not accusing Daniel of knowing that knowingly. I'm just saying it's possible. Uh, let's see. John, we also received an email from uh, former last week's guest host, Mark Frazier, who emailed uh, info at beingjimdavis.com. Uh Mark Frazier writes, first, here's the address for the letter I assume you have already prepared. And he sent us the contact information to uh, Pause Incorporated. And John, Mark continues, second, I listen that late in a Sunday. How else would I get enough things to correct? A nonsensical collection of words. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners, for the, for the benefit of listeners, uh, John, is, John is shamelessly rubbing in my face the fact that he still <laughs> has a cat that has not become lost or run away. You can hear the meowing on the microphone. Aww. Is I'm that sorry. Loki? That's Loki. Yeah, that seems like a good kitty. Does he have a fluffy tummy? Say hi to, say hi to the podcast audience, Loki. No, right here in the mic. Yeah, now he's not doing it. Go on. Well, make some noise. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that flushes your toilet, if you know what I mean. You can support the pro... There you go. Oh, there you go. You you can support the program by leaving us a review on the iTunes. Thank you for doing that. Please visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com where you can get in touch with us, sign up to host the show, or whatever. Email us at info at beingjimdavis.com. Email john at john... Be the first to ever email John at john at beingjimdavis.com. Follow the program on Twitter. With an umlaut on every letter. Putting on airs. Uh, Half of them are DRSCs. That's That's what that thing is called. Oh, I was was reaching for that other term. Um, Well, reaching is right, Chris. That's what you've been doing for a while. Uh, You can follow the program on Twitter (laughs) at beingjimdavis or follow me at thechriswinter. And I'm at Inscrutable Taco. Thanks for listening, you bunch of animals. I've kind of stopped tweeting. What's the point? I mean, nothing ever changes. Yeah, why tweet? Slave to the drowning weight of solace. It's a good episode. It's true. It's true. Why tweet? No, no, no.